And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. And man, are we excited today. Beyond belief excited. I have been literally trying to figure out a way to get in front of this guy for so many years, intimidated by him at a level you would not believe. <laughs> he started this thing called BNI. Uh, I became good friends with Jordan Adler, watched his success through it, did a bunch of research on it way back when, realized he started it in 1985 which is a long time ago, folks, to stay on a great idea. Over 10,000 chapters of this thing going now. Billions of dollars generated in sales as a result of the organizations that he built on integrity, character, and networking. Everything I ever wanted to be in my life, Ivan Meisner already ago, is. To stay on a great idea. Uh -oh. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. So other people are chiming in. It's great. <laughs> so what's going on, man? Yeah, I say same here. I you know we, I have always been a student of what it looks like to network. Well, having grown up around somebody so in ingrained in that world, but you know the last few years, uh, for obvious reasons to those of you who know me, I have been obsessed with that and one name comes up over and over and over again in you know so many big concepts of what it means to network well and that name is dr ivan meisner and so to have you here today is a huge honor thank you so much for being here and welcome to the show well thank you very much i i appreciate uh your kind words and uh you know my goal here when you're done is i don't want you to intimidate it at all i'm a pretty easy guy to chat with i think so um I, I don't want you intimidated in any way whatsoever, you guys. It is exactly what Richard Branson said when you were kicking his ass at chess. I mean, uh, right yeah, well, that was a little different. He, at one point, he said to me, I don't want to play chess with you anymore. And, and then he played me the next day. So uh, uh, he's definitely competitive. But Jordan did pretty well with him as well. And Jordan, you know, Jordan uh, introduced us. And I, I love Jordan. I, I saw he made a comment here. Jordan's the real deal. He's great at what he does. And he's so um, he's, he's, he just is so easy to hang with. Uh, I, I, I really appreciate his uh, introduction. He's a kind human being yeah. with character and integrity, yeah. which makes you fall in love with him, which creates relationships instead of transactions. And yeah. all of a sudden you're doing business, whether you even want to or not, which is what you've stood for forever. And he's living proof that it works, right, sir? He is absolutely living proof of it. And he's been doing it a long time and he's been really, really good at it. So, uh, yeah, this is, you know, I, I love what I do. This is uh, this is the greatest uh, job in the world is to help people build their business through referrals. Let's go back to 1985. What on earth? In 1985, I had just gotten the first of four DUIs. I was his he, he, he was one year old and my life was an absolute mess. It needed turned around. I only wish that I would have known about you. I sobered up in 1988, but I've been sober now 32 years, but you've been doing BNI longer than that. What on earth triggered that decision to go that route? And how did you have such an unbelievable vision that it could turn into the size of the organization that it is now, sir? Well. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You know, I, I'd like to tell you I had this vision of an international organization, uh, but the truth is, I, I just I needed some referrals for my consulting practice. <laughs> I was I was a business consultant, and I wanted to help my friends. So I, my my vision that when I started BNI was to open one group, and I wanted to give referrals to my friends, and I hoped that they would be be willing to refer me. And we got together, we take only one person per profession, and um, we did really well. And about a month or two into it, somebody came who couldn't join because her profession was represented. And she said, this is really amazing. Would you help me open up my own group? And guys, I actually said to her, um, no, this isn't what I do. I'm, I'm a business consultant, I don't run a network. And she said, well, this is kind of uh, consulting, you're helping me build my business. So I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. I opened a second chapter. People came who couldn't join that. They asked me to open up more groups and more groups. At the end of the first year, I had 20 chapters without trying. And that's when I had my Brody moment. 
You remember um, uh, Sheriff Brody in the movie Jaws? <laughs> Where where he goes out on the boat and he sees the shark and he goes to the to the captain he goes I think we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> That's right. Well, you have needed a bigger boat, and you know yeah. I. So I have a friend named Ryan Enright who's in love with BNI, and so he is like I don't even know where you you probably don't even know him, but he's such a huge fan, and he's asked me to show up for him over the years because he belongs to a chapter in Boulder, Colorado, that's yeah. 25 minutes away. Yeah. And BNI is such that if you don't go, you have to send somebody in your place because attendance is literally mandatory, whether it's your yeah. body or not. That is a brilliant idea. Has that been in place the whole time? It has uh, really almost from the very beginning. You know, you can't get a haircut over the phone. You gotta show up. Uh, and, and although we transitioned to online during COVID, you still have to show up. You got to go to the meetings, even if it's online, because we found. So we used to have chapters in the first year because I didn't know what I was doing. I was, I was method acting my way through this process. Right? I was trying to figure it out as I went. And by the way, at the end of that first year, that's when I realized this was going to be big because we don't teach this in schools anywhere in the world. And so I wanted to, to, to teach this to people so that they could build their business. And, and um, in the first year, we did chapters that met every other week. So they didn't meet every week. We found very quickly that the chapters that met basically twice a month uh, passed 52% less referrals than the groups that met every week. And that's when it hit us that, you know, you gotta show up in order to generate referrals. And so we made them all mandatory weekly. And, and uh, if you couldn't make it, that's okay. You can send someone in your place and you can miss a certain number of meetings because you know people get sick, they have vacation. Um, but yeah, you gotta be there. Another thing that he says, <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm just fascinated by this because it is such a brilliant business model. He said, you know, and this guy, could not grow up a petunia when I met him and he was in Toastmasters and all this stuff, but he wasn't really getting that lift until he joined BNI. And in BNI, you are required to participate. You cannot be a wallflower in there. And the ultimate shaming would be to kick you out. But most of the way you people coach these people all the way up the line until they're actively in, involved and engaged and play in the game, correct? Yeah. So one of the ways to really be successful in any network is to be fully engaged. Yeah. There was a study done by Psychology Today that's found that people in any organization that are fully engaged in the process are 40%, 40, 40% more productive than their counterparts. And so engagement is critical. You know, look, any organization has um, what I call minnows, members in name only. And, um, you know, when we have a minnow, it's not a good fit. We want people who are fully engaged and not, not engaged for BNI, but engaged to build relationships so they can get business. That's what it's all about is engagement so they can do better. By the way, we now have 10,000 chapters worldwide. I saw Jordan put up a little note that uh, popped up. We have 10,000 chapters worldwide today. Wow. Where's the biggest place outside the United States? India. Cool. India is on fire. I have more. This is this blows my mind today. I have more followers on my social media from India than I do from the United States. Is that cool enough? Yeah. Jason, click on that comment for you for me, will you? <laughs> Would you put that comment up there? There we go. So this guy Anand is watching with us. And it's Anand. three in the morning in India, and he is here cheering you wow. on, which Anand. is the coolest thing. Namaste. Namaste. So cool. So cool. So I, I love that. And, you know, what an amazing thing to have created that impact, not just here in the United States, but globally. What have you learned in moving this model outside the United States? Is it exactly the same no matter where you go in the world? Have you learned some things that have to be different in different cultures? It is virtually the same, but we almost never tell them that. Wow. Don't tell them that because when you when you go in and you and you tell them that they, you know, like we're different here. We're, we're different in this country than in the U.S. By the way, do you know the first time I heard we're different? This won't work here. It was actually I, I started in the San Gabriel Valley of Los Angeles 
the first time I heard it was four months into BNI, and it was the San Fernando Valley. And they said, no, 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 this won't work here. We're, you know, San Fernando Valley is different than the San Gabriel Valley. So um, what I, you know, I, I, I happened to have lunch with uh, Brian Tracy years ago. And I asked him, do you do a different training program? Because he, he speaks German. And I said, do you do a different program? Uh, I know you train in Germany. Do you, do you change up the material for the German audience? And he said, no, I don't change it at all. And I said, well, how, how is that? And this is just as I was becoming international. I said, how, how does that work? He said, well, look, he said, I found that businesses either want to do things more efficiently or more effectively. And if they can do things more efficiently or more effectively, it doesn't matter what the culture is because they, it's a, there is a culture, and this is my concept, this is a, there's a culture of entrepreneurism, which transcends many other cultures. And so that culture of entrepreneurism, if you can do things more effectively or more efficiently, you're going to want to do it. And that was a brilliant comment. And, and so we now, we don't tell them it's the same because we make changes like it, Queen's English versus American English, you know, as we opened in Canada and, and, yeah. and UK. Oh, we made 350 changes to the manual. We didn't mention it was all spelling changes. <laughs> but they were like, oh, okay, this will work then. And, um, and, and it, it, so in 70 countries, 70 countries, and you could go to any country, not know any of the language and know exactly where you are in the meeting because you've been in the organization. That's such a brilliant, so two things, and we're going to go to a break in about a minute, but two things, right? There's, you have a winning formula and human beings are human beings, but San, San Gabriel, San Fernando Valley, yeah. U.S., Canada, U.K., India, you know, we all, we all want to be seen and feel like we matter and that we're not just, you know, a cookie cutter being stamped out. And so I think there's, I think there's a lesson in there in the way that we deal with people and everything that we do. So let's yeah. do a quick break. Thank you so much, Genesis Communication Network and Ted Anderson. You've had us on the radio for free for 12 years all over the world. Keeping up with Ivan Meisner. We love him. We love you, Ted Anderson. We'll be back right after this on the Network Marketing Leadership Show. How about that? Oh, my That was gosh. a fun first segment. Yeah, well, the guy should be your dad. <laughs> well, you guys, you know, you, it's, like, it's like you know what you're doing. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, all right, we're on the break. We're going to talk about the the sponsor of the show, Contact Mapping, which also happens to be my company. So there's a little bit of a, uh, yeah, of a, a vested interest here. But Ivan, you, you are legendary in your ability to create connections and foster them. And one of the things that I was thinking about is, you know, the you know, your value that you bring to the table in your BNI chapter is actually the networking and the people that you're meeting all throughout your week in your life outside of that week that is sort of what allows you to have these referrals to offer back. Right. So how important is it to have some systems around how you do that for you personally? You, you absolutely have to have systems, especially when you're in the in the sales perspective where you're actually going out there and marketing and selling. Um, it's, it's really important that you have systems in place. Um, and a lot of people, they, they don't get that. You, you know, the old expression, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I don't believe it's either. I don't believe it's what you know or who you know. It's how well you know each other that really makes a difference. It's all about going deep and building relationships with each other. And when you can do that, then you're much more likely to be able to refer business to each other. And so it's it's really important to know one another one another as much as possible. And that's why something like uh, contact map mapping is a, a discipline that gets details about that individual that you can then, you know, reconnect and hey, how's how's your golf game going? How's how are the kids? And you're able to make connections with them that are meaningful because networking is all about building relationships, in my opinion. That's 100% right. And inside of that, you know, it's great to interview people. And this man is a master at that. 
The key after that is to document it and then continue to remember what you heard and learned so it doesn't look like a phony cold call or follow-up all the time. We've eliminated follow-up, you know, because it's F-U and nobody likes the old F-U. <laughs> So you know what? I actually told an assistant of mine once, send them the FU letter, and they were like, whoa, are you mad at them? I'm like, no, 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 send them the follow-up letter. The other letter, the other FU letter, yeah. It's the truth, and you know, it kind of feels, your mother doesn't feel good being followed up on for her birthday. She yeah. wants to be remembered, and all right. we need to do is get to remember better, but remembering means knowing something about somebody instead of having that pitch all the time that everybody else tries to jam down your throat, right? That's that's so unbelievably true. And, you know, the golf game, right, that like whatever it is, you know, I it put such a smile on my face. I gave a talk this morning. My little five year old did his first ever tennis lesson this morning and I didn't want to miss it. And so I did a training on Zoom from the back of my car at this thing. But I mentioned it and somebody then I did a video actually talking about how excited I was for this. And somebody said, hey, I heard you had a tennis lesson today. And like I, that just made me, you know, just to feel like somebody's paying attention and they're not just, you know, like they care enough about me. That was important to me. And so they made it important to them. Like there's nothing better than that. And Isn't so it that, interesting how the personal stuff yeah, really makes a connection with people. I, I did a post today on my uh, uh, on my social media. I mean, I have all these posts about, you know, who's in your room and networking like a pro and all this stuff. And then I do a post on, okay. I'm almost embarrassed to say it. Uh, for the first time in my life, I made pasta. Uh, I've never cooked, so I made pasta today. One of the biggest, I mean, my social media blew up because I made pasta. <laughs> Who cares? But they feel connected. People feel connected when they know some simple, private, personal things about you. It, it works. It works in making a connection with people when you share information. That is that's so it's the most paradoxical thing. And then when you can sing it back to them, right. When right. you can find it, that it, it's just, it's an absolute magic trick. So I, I just love that. Are we going to crank into the show or how are we doing this as far as break? Welcome back. This is the network marketing <laughs> leadership show and it is Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault and Dr. Ivan Meisner, this guy and the doctor emphasized that because I'm telling you what, I love what his doctorate's in, and it's relationships and human beings, loving like crazy, then loving more, fire in your brain, higher in your heart, and just letting that work. Because I'll tell you one thing right now, it's worked for me for a very, very long time, since 1969. And when I finally found out about BNI, I knew, and Ed Regal is the first guy that ever took me to a meeting. I was oh, a guest in Boulder, Colorado, and I loved it. And I have been in love with this guy. And when I found out that Jordan Adler's secret to success was this, I fell in love. And what the parallel in the first, in the first segment, I want to talk about this just for a second. He talked about being all over the world. And in the comments, Jordan Adler talked about being in uh, Thailand and having the meeting be exactly the same yeah. no matter where you are in the world. And I go to AA meetings all over the world. And most of the time in foreign countries that I don't, I don't understand a word of the language, yeah. but it's exactly the same meeting. Yeah. That's exactly what these guys have done. They built the culture, they built the yeah. system and they built the magic into that. And that's all it, that's all it about is common denominators and relatedness. Yeah. This man is somebody you need to learn from. Well, thank you. thank you so much. I'll tell you a quick story. I was in Sweden. The first time I ever saw a BNI meeting in a different language was in Sweden. And they were doing the whole meeting, of course, in Swedish. And, you know, Swedish is not like French where you know a couple of words or Spanish. I grew up in Southern California. You, you got to know a little Spanish. Swedish is like, well, it's Swedish. And it sounds like, you know, and so I'm watching this whole meeting in Swedish. And one of the members leans over to me and says, um, you have no idea what they're talking about, do you? And I said, yeah, yeah, they're introducing the referral part of the meeting and they're explaining if you have a referral, give it, and if you don't, give a testimonial. And he's like, wow, you know Swedish? I said, no, I wrote the agenda. That's what happens right now. <laughs> and he laughed and that was what was happening right then. That's, the, that's how consistency works. You know, you wanna be successful in any business. You wanna be successful in network marketing? Do six things a thousand times, not a thousand things six times. And all too often, people, they're chasing bright, shiny objects. 
doing a thousand things six times instead of six things a thousand times. And by the way, it doesn't have to be six. It could be five. It could be seven. But it's about doing things consistently over time. That's so cool. I, it's funny. We were talking. He and I went out to lunch and we're talking about the show. And I listened to your interview. Is it David Scrogg? Is that his last name? Yeah. Uh, yes. All right, I, I may have missed his first name, but anyway, I, I listened to that podcast in talking about the six things a thousand times. Yeah, Robert, was, Robert Scrooge. Robert Scrooge, thank you. I knew, I, as soon as it left my mouth, I knew I had yeah. it wrong. But, uh, his, you know, that concept of it, it isn't rocket science. It's doing with consistency those important things that build the relationship. And as you master them, then you can play jazz with them and you can have fun with them. But it's, I it's love that. Play jazz over. with them. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. So the six things, what are those six things that are that you see as, as those keys to becoming that master connector? So it really depends on the business you're in. Yeah. Uh, they're the key performance indicators for your business or key success factors for your business. So in BNI, it's things like uh, the the quality of the members in a group, the number of members, the uh, average um, size of a chapter in a group, the, the engagement of the members, the number of referrals they are giving. These are the, these are the key performance indicators. Um, an, uh, one key performance indicator is the number of one-to-ones that people do because there is a direct and dramatic linear correlation in networking between doing a one-to-one and getting referrals. The more one-to-ones people do, the more referrals they get. It, it, one one-to-one a month compared to four a month, people who do four one-to-ones, having a conversation in person or online, uh, talking to somebody, you, you, get, you give twice as many referrals when you do four a month versus one a month. But more importantly, you get twice as many referrals. Do you wanna, do you wanna double the amount of business you get? Do four one-to-ones a month versus one a month, and you'll double. And by the way, that was based on a survey at a university in Europe that surveyed a BNI chapter in Europe or BNI region in Europe. Let's take a break. I mean, these numbers are so. I mean, it's unbelievable, you guys. This is the answer to your problem. Pay attention. Watch this interview about twenty-five times, and then read his twenty-six books. Because this guy is a machine. I love him. We're coming back right after this. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian and Dr. Ivan Meisner. That was so cool. I just loved that. Holy mackerel. <laughs> so I want to I come back to this that piece that we were picking up at the end of, of the last break about the personal stuff. And I actually want to call one thing out because this is so cool. So you talked about the pasta story and yeah. immediately I'm watching the comments and Sue Moore, who I just love, jumps in there and she goes, I love the pasta. And she talked about that. And so here's what's cool. This is going to be a little contact mapping moment. So this conversation happened in October of 2018, maybe 2019, but October, like oh, well over a year ago. I was with Sue and I hadn't yet met her husband, Bob, in Orlando. And I hear this story about how her husband, Bob, is the most unbelievable Italian chef in the world and how they have these unbelievable dinners. And so here she is watching the show. She picked up that we were doing this earlier today. And that was the thing that just captured her heart hearing that show. But that's you know, Sue loved me before, but now she really loves me because I remember that little personal story yeah. about her and that's what we're doing. And so how do you, what do you recommend about how do you create that more personal sense of connection, even in a business conversation? So I think it's really uh, all about, um, you know, going deep and finding out more about them. So there, there's a couple of things. And I think we've got a couple of breaks. I, I definitely want to tell you on the next break, I want to tell you a, a story about Harvey McKay. Awesome. Okay, we Harvey. He's our buddy. Oh, I want to tell you a story about Harvey, but before before I do, let's 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 talk about uh, about this. I think it's it's about going as deep as possible with somebody to find out as much as you can. And B and I, and in my in one of my books, Networking Like a Pro, second edition, second edition, we talk about the gains exchange, goals, accomplishments, interests, networks, and skills. 
So you tell me your goals, I tell you mine. I tell, you tell me your accomplishments, I tell you mine. And as you go through that whole process, you learn a lot about each other. And as you learn about each other, write it down. Keep track of it. Because that's because the next time you talk to them, you can say, hey, how are your kids doing? Or how how's that? Uh, you're working on a sommelier certificate. How's that going? Or whatever it is that you're doing, uh, you, you, you've got the data that you can keep the connection alive. So the gains exchange. We just have to figure out a way to steal it. <laughs> Maybe we'll call it the Payton's Exchange. I have no idea. That is so good. You know what? Call it gains. Call it gains and say it's from the book networking like a pro, and you may use it. You got it, sir. Right. Unbelievable. That is so true, though. And remember it. Good God. And nobody can remember all this stuff. You've got to document it. Yeah. Everybody, and just speak it into your app, and you've got it in your hand, you can type it on your computer, hit the button, it lands in your hand and you're out the door and you're able to actually have people feel like a million dollars everywhere you go, whether it's a waitress, whether it's a barista. And in the next segment, he talked about, I don't know how he said it, but he talked about raising the standard of people that are in your life, in your BNI group, in your business. And we want to hear about that because he's got the intellect to teach us all how to recruit up, which is important in anything we do. Massively pumped up about this. It's it's so true. And, you know, this is the thing, right? Like, you know, you're part of a you're part of a, a BNI chapter. You're in a you know you're part of Rotary. You're doing all whatever it is that you're doing in your community. You know, you're doing four one-on-ones, you know, a month or, or a week. Or but you're you're doing these conversations. But you are that doesn't mean that you're meeting like you're. If there's some time that passes between these conversations, and you're having a lot of these conversations. And so you've got to have a way to capture this stuff because then when you do that and you can bring back something that they probably don't even remember that they mentioned to you. Right. And you go, I remember that. And right. that was meaningful to me. That was that people are just blown away. You show them that you care and it explodes their desire to want to work with you and the collaboration that you can create. And so if, any of this is resonating for you and you're not, and you haven't at least tried contact mapping yet, you got to go try it out. So the links at the top of the, your screen, it's contactmapping.com slash free. Just go try it. Try the free version. You're going to fall in love. You're going to want the Facebook integration and the Instagram integration and all the stuff that comes inside premium, but go try the free version today. It's free. Why not try what it? The heck not? Thank you. I knew I loved oh, We got a screenshot that one. <laughs> and thank all of my friends, Sean Murphy and all these, the peanut gallery, my wife for not mentioning how thin this camera makes this shirt look on me. This thing looks like a parachute. And you know, you start getting that in your head and if you don't speak it, you're dead. So I got that elephant in the refrigerator. I'm trying to shrink. All right, we're back. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. It is Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault, Dr. Ivan Meisner. And now we're gonna talk about, we were talking about the six things as I put up 10 fingers, but we're talking about the six and the six are important, but the one I really wanna hear about is how to raise that level of people around you because that is the secret to the whole deal. Find people better than you. It works, everything goes up, including your IQ and your income. Take it away, doctor. Well, you know, so let's talk a little bit about networking up and networking up for me is about networking above your weight class, networking with people who are more successful than you. Now, having said that, there's nothing wrong with networking down, networking with people who aren't as successful with you because you never know who they know. You never know who they know. And networking peer to peer, that's really good too. So I don't want to minimize those. Those are powerful. But if you want to network up, you want to network with people who are more from your perception, more successful than you. Here's a handful of things to keep in mind. First and foremost, don't sell to them. That's what everybody does. You wanna be like everybody else? Go ahead, sell to them. See how that works out for you. I've seen it. It doesn't work. When you're, you know, when, when Jordan and I went to Necker Island, trust me, we were not pitching uh, Branson. Because that's what almost everyone does is they pitch him. And that's when you get ushered out of the room because he doesn't need it. And so don't sell to them. Uh, second, um, I think it's really important to do your research. 
Google them. Find out what what it is it what are they interested in? What are they doing? What are they passionate about? Go to them on Facebook, go to them on LinkedIn, find out what they're involved in because the truth is your you have got to uh, focus on the things they're interested in. Because if you don't focus on the things they're interested in, you're not going to make a connection with them. Here's a couple, a couple of other things that are exact opposites. One is don't complain to them. You have no idea how many people I've met who meet somebody very successful. And the first thing they do is start complaining about the product or service that that person represents. And I, I, I have sat there sometimes and I thought, really? Is this person a complete idiot? They're meeting a multimillionaire or a billionaire, and the first thing they do is complain to them. This so it sounds so obvious, but people fall into it. Now, the opposite end of that is don't be a sycophant. Don't be a sycophant, right? Don't don't puppy dog lick them to death. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm meeting you. You know, and you just completely lose your composure. Don't do that either. I think you I might have just done that. No, 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 not at all. And here's why. No, not at all, Tom. All right. Here's why. It's okay to recognize what they've done in life. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying, I really respect what you've done. You've made a difference in people's lives. You've made a difference in my life. Even billionaires like hearing that. Trust me. I'm not one, but trust me. Even billionaires like hearing that. What I'm talking about is over the top, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, that kind of stuff. And yep. believe me, I've seen that. So it's got to be somewhere in between. Don't complain to them, but and 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 don't don't puppy dog lick them to death. But there's nothing wrong with saying that you really respect the work they've done. When you're talking to someone, when you're networking up, always work within the context of the discussion. So if you Google them to find out what they're interested in, start a conversation about what they're interested in. For example, when I was with uh, Branson and, and Jordan on Necker, one of the things that I did was I, I wanted to do a video with Richard, but I didn't want to be one of those guys. Hey, Richard, would you do a video with me, please? Right? Yeah, I didn't want to do that. So, and I did this on the previous visit there. I said, Richard, you have a new book out. It's a fantastic book. You got this section in there about circles, starting with yourself and then your family and then and then your extended family and the community and your company and the world, uh, your country and the world. Talk to me about that. And, and he, oh, he lit up and he was talking about this section of his book. And I said, um, how can I help you promote this? Because I think it's a great concept. And he said, well, you know, uh, tell your network about it. And I said, great. Would you like to do a video? I'd be happy to put that out. And he's like... Well, yes, that would be super. And we did a video. Now, he could have just as easily said, eh, no, I'm good. I mean, he could have said that. But the key here is that I found something he was interested in. I let him talk about it. And then I asked him, how can I help you with it? And, and he wasn't sure. And I said, well, you know, I can promote it through my network. He said, well, yeah, that'd be great. And then when I said, would you like to do a video? Yes, that would be fantastic. So what you're doing there is you're, you're finding a way to help them. Yep. And that's way different than selling to them. That's the way you make a connection with somebody when you're trying to network up. The key is to add value. One plus one equals three. That's the key. It's so it's so brilliant. And here's here's what I want you to hit on a little bit, if you would. It is that you know you he doesn't he didn't necessarily know how big your platform was or was not in that moment. And yet you found something that you could offer to him that was in it for him. And so, you know, but I, I, I'm sure there's someone watching right now that goes, well, okay, well, yeah, you know, of course, Richard Branson wants a video, you to do a video to promote to your people because you're Ivan Meisner, you have this big following. I don't have no, you know, nobody cares what I say. Yeah, but, that- but I didn't start off. I didn't start off as that. I know. Ivan Meisner. Yeah. I started off as a kid who grew, I mean, I, I lived in South Central LA. I lived, I grew up in Azusa, California. I, you know, I didn't have connections and the way to build connections is 
you know, you as an individual may not be able to make a world of difference, but you can make a difference in the world. And you do that one person at a time, one person. And, and then the next person, and then the next person, and then the next person. And the key is to just keep helping people. So I, you know, I wasn't a millionaire when I started BNI. I was pretty broke actually when I started BNI. It's about building the relationships. So you start where you are and go from there. Does that make sense? It makes it makes nothing but sense. And you you have more. You know, I, I would just add to it that you have more. If you are willing to be creative and hustle a little bit, no matter how far down or how high up you are, you've got way more to contribute than the story that you're telling yourself, right? Absolutely. And and you should be asking people again, if you're networking up, it could be somebody that's just a little more successful than you. And you're, you know, how can I help you? And then how can I help you? And that's the way you move up. That's the way you become someone who is very successful. I believe and look, there are other ways to do it. But my and approach is if I help enough other people be successful, I'll be <laughs> successful. And that's how I built my reputation. I'm sorry. So yeah, so and he did you notice he said ask? And all of you, you know, he's, he's training you to remember, 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 ask. Remember, 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 ask. Everybody expects an ask, and I'm asking yeah. you, Dr. Meisner, if that's true. But even in my conversation with Jordan Adler, I talked about the helicopter. I talked about his other house. I talked about who he's dating. I talked about his favorite restaurant. I talked about his Toyota F40. I talked about all that stuff. And finally, in the conversation, I said, do you mind if I ask you if you could do me a favor? He said, what's the favor? I said, I really want Dr. Ivan Meisner on my show. And he said, yeah, I could do that for you. And then 30 seconds later, he said, he's in. He did it on the spot. <laughs> remember, 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 ask. Because we are so related that yeah. he would literally do anything for me and I would do anything for him because he knows I love him far beyond his connections. And that's the key to the whole deal, right, sir? Oh, it, it absolutely is. And the, the fact that that he knows you and, and he trusts you, you yeah. trust him, and I trust him. Right. Because he's the real deal. He is what he presents himself to be. And uh, he, I believe, trusts me. And so um, so some of his trust of you so, uh, rubbed off on me. Bingo. Right? It's, and yeah, because he trusted you, you made the connection. That's the beauty of referrals. We love that. And he just asked us to ask you how you view social media and its value in the business world today. So to me, social media is uh, fantastic. It's, you know, it, when when the internet um, started to develop, people were like, well, that's gonna put BNI out of business. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. And the truth is it, it, it not only didn't, it helped BNI grow. In the first 11 years of BNI, we opened 500 groups in this, and, and then the internet started right about that time. In the second 11 years, we opened 5,000 groups. So yeah, the internet has affected BNI, but it's affected it in a positive way. So social media to me is a brand builder. I love social media. I'm very active on social media because it builds the brand. But the key is don't be selling to people all the time. Instead, be pouring into people. Um, there's there's a, a, a book uh, that's similar to the concept you're just talking about. It's called Jab, 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 Punch. Jab, 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 Punch. And um, it's about you know, give information, give information, give information, ask. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So let me ask you this. How can we help you? Oh, listen, I'm always happy to do interviews. So if you know other podcasters or other people who do shows, that's a great uh, referral for me because, you know, I'm, I'm sort of the Colonel Sanders of BNI now. I, <laughs> I, I, I get to do the fun stuff. You know, if you do something long enough and you become successful at it, you're, you're working in your flame. I think entrepreneurs are either working in their flame or working in their wax. Yeah. And when they're working in their flame, they're on fire. They're excited. They love what they do. You can hear it in their voice. You can see it in the way they behave. When they're working in their wax, it takes all their energy away. They hate it. Why is that the truth? You can, you can see it in the way they behave. You can hear it in their voice. This is my flame. I love doing this. I love pouring into people. I love uh, uh, you know, answering questions and helping other people be successful. So 
that's how you can help me. I'd be happy to do other shows. Oh, we know everybody, and we're going to do everything we can to help you, sir, because your message needs to get out. And all of you, I mean, you need to know that this guy exemplifies what we stand for. And his legacy is pretty much a parallel legacy to ours. And we're going to do, you know, we, you said you were going to tell us a story about Harvey McKay. I don't know if you want to do that in the show or on the break, but we Whatever do. Whatever you want. Yeah, because we've heard, we know him well, too. And well, we'll probably have to do it after break because I think we're almost out of time. Yeah, so we're going to take a break right now. And I just, I just, next week we have uh, somebody right. here. Oh, Brad Hager. I don't know if you guys know him. He is an unbelievably hardworking guy, has really taken on and owned Clubhouse in a major way. He has just elevated his complete stature in the network marketing world by being present in that world, too. We're in awe of that. I think he's going to come on and really tell you a pretty cool story. We'll be back right after this. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault, Tom Chenault, and the great Unbelievable, incredibly <laughs> unfawning, Dr. Ivan Meisner. <laughs> wow, it. how cool is that? So we'll talk about Harvey after the break. All right, we've yeah. had him on a couple times. Harvey is interesting. Uh, we're talking about Harvey McKay. Harvey and McKay. When was he on last? Because I, I he's, he's six months probably. But we oh, talked. Okay. I talked. I talked to him about every month. On well, when you talk to him again, tell him I emailed him. I haven't gotten a response back. I'd love to talk to him again. He, I will for sure. I'll take care of that today. It's a, I owe you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you it's don't fun. owe me anything, but I appreciate no, no, no. it. I, I um, Harvey's a great guy. And I just, all I did was email him to say, how are you doing, Harvey? Haven't heard from me a long time. So maybe, maybe he's not picking up his email now. I don't know. Yeah. There's a story there that I'm going to get to Jordan to tell you what's going on there. So I'll take care of that. So go okay. ahead. What are you doing? So I want to talk a little bit about the, <clears throat> how how to move from the you know you're doing these one-on-ones you're you're developing relationships and you know sometimes it comes time to move that conversation from you know kind of pleasantries and getting to know each other to to making that ask and i think we talk to a lot of people that's a big area people get tripped up what do you think is is the key to strengthening your approach when it comes time to make that ask for, so for me, the best thing to do is is if if I've if I've helped somebody, if I've given them referrals, if I've helped them out, then making the ask is incredibly easy. It's so easy, and even if even if they don't get it and they don't give you something, it's still easy. And here's how: Let's say I've given somebody three referrals, or put them in contact with three people. I would sit down with them and I would say, hey, let's talk about those referrals I've given you. Um, this first one, how did that work out? And they was, oh, it worked out great. I got a lot of business. It was fantastic. So this one, this, is, this was a good friend of mine. How did that work out? Oh, yeah, that worked out great. I got a lot of business. This third one, how'd that work out? I'm still working on that. It hasn't quite come together. You know, maybe you could help me by reaching out to them or something like that. Great. I'm happy to do that. Now, once you've done that, then all you have to do is say, I am so glad those referrals have worked out or are in the process of working out. It would be great if you could possibly do the same thing for me. If you could give some referrals for me. And so maybe we could spend a few minutes talking about how you can do that. I'm telling you, it works. If you give and give to somebody and then you make the ask, it is so easy for them to give the business back. Now, if you ask and they say, well, that didn't work out, that didn't work out, then that didn't work out. Well, then, hey, you know what? You better do a better job of giving the right things to them. So yeah. the problem's not them, it's you. And you gotta work on helping them, truly helping them. And if you truly help them, then getting referrals from them is easy. Is there a lot of logic between treating people like human beings instead of prospects, in your opinion? Yeah, absolutely. And I think Tony Alessandro, who's a really good friend of mine, uh, says it really well. It's not about the golden rule. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. It's about the platinum rule. Treat other people the way they want to be treated. Nice. And that's the key. 
because and and I I'll tell you a quick uh, if, I know we got to go back to the show so you're going to oh, say okay, it right yeah. after this okay, and I'm going to ask you that I can't believe I'm such a terrible talk show host all right we're coming back right after this everybody shut up a second <laughs> and we're back it's Tom Chanel and it's the network marketing leadership show and I'm like giddy today I'm I'm like I'm doing a terrible job on this show just because you're I did a great job absolutely love this guy and I've wanted to interview him for so long and I wanted to impress my son and let him know that we actually get really creditable people here and this guy has written 26 books I mean he is the real deal and all of you can learn so much from him so disappear any story you've got about anything and go buy a couple of his books how do we follow you dr meisner i mean what's the best way to find you and get plugged into all your work maybe your daily podcast or whatever you might be doing yeah so jordan mentioned it i'm very active on social media facebook linkedin twitter uh, instagram um probably the my biggest uh, following is on uh, facebook uh, I also have a blog, IvanMeisner.com. I've been blogging since 2007. The very first time I, one of the very first times I blogged was about my visit to Necker Island in 2007. So uh, you, you might uh, find that of value. And then of course, BNI.com, uh, which is the organization I founded 36 years ago. Amazing organization, over 10,000 chapters all over the world. It's been Mr. Toad's wild ride. To, uh, to create that global organization. Mr. Toad's wild <laughs> Harvey McKay. So uh, we were talking earlier about Harvey McKay, another just, you know, legend of the, the networking world. And uh, you said you had a story to share about him. I can't wait to hear it. I love Harvey. And, um, and the way I even met him is a great networking story because I, I wanted Harvey to be in a book I called, uh, that I wrote called uh, Masters of uh, Success. I wanted him to be in the book, but I couldn't find it. I couldn't get through to him. His, I couldn't get past his assistant. And, and so I kept asking people, you know, do you know anybody who knows Harvey? Do you know, do you know, you know, anyone that might know Harvey that could introduce me? And I was actually in a car, uh, a BNI member was driving me around because I was doing a book tour. And he said, and he, he used what, what I always say is, you know, how can I help you? He asked me, how can I help you? I said, you wouldn't happen to know anybody that knows Harvey, would you? And he said, uh, yeah, I know his assistant named, you know, whatever. I'm like, seriously, you know her? He said, yeah, I always volunteer to drive authors around because I get them in a car for a, an hour or two and I get to ask them questions. So I drove Harvey about a year ago. And so I got to know his assistant. I said, I can't get past her to get to Harvey to ask him to contribute to my book. He said, ah, I'll call her. I had been trying for a year, couldn't get anywhere. He called her that week. I, I was able to connect with Harvey. And so Harvey contributed to my book, Masters of Success. And then I got to know Harvey. And Harvey spoke about something that, I mean, absolutely perfect for the program that you, you, you've got going. Um, he talked about how important it was uh, in, you know, in terms of your contact mapping app. He talked about how important it was to get details about somebody. And he said, and, and I, I, didn't, I didn't know this the first time I talked to him, but I got it the second time I talked to him because he started asking me all kinds of questions. How many kids do you have? How long have you been married? What's your wife's name? What are your kids' names? What do you do for, what, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, okay, I'm giving them all this information. The second time I called him, he said, hey, how's, how's Elizabeth, your wife, doing? How's Trey? How's Ashley? How's, uh, uh, she changed her name. How's Dorian? You know, uh, how, I, did, I played golf back then. He said, how's your golf game? And it gotten any better? And I mean, I'm like, how does this guy remember all of this? He didn't remember it. He wrote it all down. Bingo. He was, it was old school. He wrote it down. So that's where something like, you know, uh, contact mapping, I would assume is perfect because if you get those details, then when you make a connection with somebody else, again, a second time, you can drill down to those details and those details. Um, that's, that's the way you build a relationship is on those details. You're that's so beautiful. And the remember part, which is what most of you are calling follow-up that you don't want to do because you have it termed wrong. 
it's so easy to call back somebody and remind them of something great about themselves. They're going to be happy to hear for you. They hate the pitch. If you'll just remind them of their shitty golf game. Sorry, FTC. It's going to be something, whatever it is. Yeah, so it's so exciting, man. I love this guy, don't you? But, 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 but you're right. If you remind them about something they told you, then you're building a connection. Yeah. And it's so much easier to make whatever ask you're going to make when there's a connection with that person. Right. Otherwise, it's basically a cold call. And by the way, I used to train people how to cold call. And I was good at it. And I did it long enough to know that I don't want to ever do it again for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's that is so spot on. I think my wife learned that early on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Dr. Meisner, I, I we can't thank you enough. There's there's just been so much value that you have shared today. And to hear, you know, just this approach, you know, whether you're networking up, whether you're networking at a peer level, whether you're networking down, those same principles apply. And it just, you've got to raise your game when you're going to somebody that is, you know, that much further up. But the same principle, you know, treating people like they really matter because they do. Remembering their story because that's all we really want is to be remembered. You yeah. know, having these principles that Dr. Meisner is sharing with you and Jordan shared a couple of his favorite of your books in the, the comments, which was, which was awesome. Networking like a pro uh, truth or delusion and who's in your room. You know, there's, that's Thank just you, a couple of like, you could have a library of just must read books, givers gain another of them that you just, you know, you have to be paying attention to what this guy has to say because your business will benefit and you'll be a better human being. So thank you so much for being here today. We've thank got you. Brad Hagar next can, week. Can I leave you with one quick thought? For yes. sure. Networking is more about farming than it is about hunting. It's about cultivating relationships with other business professionals. And when you do that, you're doing it right. God bless you, Dr. Meisner. And good luck up there in space with Jordan and Richard Branson. <laughs> Such an exciting thing. We love you. See you all next week with Brad Hagar. Thank you so much. Great to meet you, sir. Take care. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.